welcome in to episode 16 of the Bluest Tape. I am Harvey Couch alongside Jeff Kolath. And we are here to take you on a journey through the live catalog of Widespread Panic. Appreciate uh, everybody for joining us, whether it's your first time or your 16th time. Uh, so, um, hope everybody had a happy 4th of July, Independence Day. I trust you did, Jeff. It was. I spent most of it in the car, uh, driving back from Ohio, but we got home safe, so... That makes for a good Independence Day, I guess. How about you? What, what did you all do? Um, yeah, no, it was fun. We got together with some family, and the kids ran around and threw water balloons at each other. And then, um, you know, we lit off quote-unquote fireworks, which are essentially like sparklers in cans that, you know, you set on the ground. And, you know, there was no flaming balls happening, but it was fun. Uh, and then enjoyed coming home to my house and you know it's like it's like Mosul here until one in the morning <laughs> but you know it's only once or twice a year I can handle it I guess yeah that's fair the way it was here too so um, alright so Jeff you picked the theme of tonight's episode uh, I guess you're trying to, to wrest some, some power away from me as I've been sort of driving the bus on that so i was happy to i was happy to let you uh make the choices this week so um why don't you just give us a little bit of intro on uh, what we're going to be listening to but i think you agreed with me earlier today that i made some good choices so it's yeah, not no, like there was, some, there was a couple things i had never heard before that were uh that were nice little gems that were nice to be uh nice to be exposed to um so we are actually going to do go to summer of 1999 which honestly i didn't think we were going to spend that much time in uh, when, when we started doing this thing mm-hmm. um but what we've selected for you tonight actually are two of the more famous shows from the tour um which we'll get into in just a second but then two from later on and they're in the midst of a midwest run uh starting on july 13th in omaha and ending in Detroit or Pontiac, Michigan, sorry, on July 19th and some really solid shows. Um, again, this is like we talked about with the Red Rocks show. This was the famous Dirty Dozen tour or the, uh, the brass bands with them almost every night, if not every night and sitting in on a variety of songs and, uh, no horns for you tonight. But what we do have though, is some pretty intense, widespread panic i think i think we've chosen four selections that um sort of of at least three of the four for sure are right on that ragged edge of uh of i wouldn't say out of control panic but definitely especially with 99 and the sound system and the tapes that were out it's uh make sure your bass uh is equalized for for this (laughs) for this show it's not like fall 98 where you have to worry about blowing out a speaker but it uh but it's 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 good stuff so yeah, so we pick things up here. Um, this is, I guess, midpoint of the summer tour, and they yep. the the Dirty Dozen takes a. I guess they they go all the way out west to to Hollywood on July first, and then um, and then take a break, and Panic comes back through uh, Bear Valley, Boise, Spokane, Whitefish, Montana, Bozeman, Montana, Jackson, Wyoming, and then Omaha, which is the first. Uh, show will be touching tonight without Dirty Dozen, and then the second show, um, the Kansas City show, is when when D- 
dirty dozen picks back up with them and then they close out the rest of that summer tour uh with the dirty dozen every night so um yeah this is a this is a really good tour and but but i have to I have to admit that that section without the dozen is a is a section that i haven't explored as much as the 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 points from like um actually really you know from the night after the pontiac show the indianapolis on through the end i'm pretty familiar you know from seven seven twenty ninety nine mm-hmm. until the end like I'm, i've definitely listened to all those shows but um i hadn't really listened to much of the peoria or pontiac um so it was it was cool to to you know explore new stuff it's a great I mean, yeah like it, it's a good tour i mean i think those shows those out west shows post red rocks um the whitefish show is one of it was a panic archive show that that horace did and um that's a good one the set list there is really incredible but that jackson hole show too is really strong on the 11th um and that's the show before they, they, they headed off to omaha and they really just kept up the momentum um throughout this whole week really and yeah again i, I was familiar with the, the the nashville show on the 21st um and then the Merriweather Post show, I think that's about the 24th, and Raleigh's on the 25th, and then the Rosalind show is up that closed the tour in, in, in New York at the end of July. But um, it's a good tour, one that I definitely, like I said, I didn't expect that we'd spend much time here, and but I'm glad that we're highlighting it tonight. So, Harvey, why don't you tell them where we're going to get things started? Yeah, so um, we're going to start off uh, at the Ranch Bowl in Omaha, Nebraska, uh, which was actually the third time that Panic had played there. They played in um, August 1st of 95, July 1st of 97, and then this show, July 13th of 99. Um, and really, a, I mean, you never made it to, to this venue, right? But it's sort of a, from what I've read, it's like a bowling alley, and then they mm-hmm. have like sand volleyball courts, I think. And then yep. there's like a 400 capacity music space. Um, and lots of like pretty famous bands have come in. I think Green Day played there in like, you know, 94, uh, Pearl Jam played there in the 10 tour. I mean, you know, it's been, it has seen its share of, of quality, uh, artists and, and Panic has definitely, you know, um, made their presence known here before. I mean, the 95 show, they play, um, you know, bow-legged coconut i mean those are two songs that you were you didn't see a lot in the summer of 95 if or you didn't see it all in the summer of 95 except this show the uh, tacos are cheap and then yeah the very first tacos are cheap in the <laughs> encore which is fantastic there's actually and i just thought about it as you know we, we went started recording there's there's video of this show this 95 show that also includes like a interview like a sit-down interview that like a radio station guy did with the band like either before i think before the show maybe um and it's just cool i mean 95 is a long time ago (laughs) and um those guys were you know sort of in a different place then and uh i'll see if i imagine it's on youtube somewhere you know we'll put it in the show notes um but definitely check that out and then um the next time they came back in july 1st of 97 is a really good show um first bears gone fishing uh when it was an instrumental bears gone fishing. Um, I mean, there's like looking here on the everyday companion, there are, uh, nine songs from this 97 show that had a, a last time played of 10 shows or more. So, I mean, you had feeling all right. Um, 
Dirty Business, um, Contentment Blues, Do What You Like, Just Kiss My Baby, Liza's Apartment, you know, just Sandbox. It's just, you know, front to back. That show is really, really good. Um, and then, and then the show in 99. So, um, we will, uh, we'll kick things off here in the second set. And, um, first set was, you know, pretty good. Please opener. Uh, you got a disco rock junior in the middle and then a Conrad closer in the first set. Um, but they definitely were ramping things up here in the second set. And so, uh, we will kick things off. Uh, as they come out on stage to start the second set, July 13th, 1999, at the Ranch Bowl in Omaha, Nebraska.
complaints in the neighborhood, we're going to have to shut it down a little early tonight. That's what we can do about it. You guys can stay here, enjoy yourselves, but the band's got to go. Hold on a second. Hold on a minute. Hey folks, we'd appreciate a little understanding here. All you're doing by throwing this stuff on the stage is damaging the gear that belongs to the band. They've got nothing to do with this decision. Please respect their equipment and stop throwing stuff on the stage. Thank you. All right. That was Widespread Panic at the Ranch Bowl in Omaha, Nebraska, July 13th, 1999. The entire second set, an abbreviated second set, only four songs, Bowlegged Woman into Henry Parsons Died, and then Holden Oversoul into Tire Shoes, and where the show abruptly comes to a halt in uh, the middle of Tire Shoes. This is the infamous show where the police stopped the show during Tire Shoes, um, Apparently the venue had had some noise complaints before, and and uh, some neighbors had complained. And when I was really, I mean, obviously the show is one of those urban legend shows, um, especially when you tie it with the next night in Kansas City. But what I when I was re-listening to it uh, over the weekend, and then again today, I think I figured out the reason why people called the cops. It's if you listen to Bowlegged and. We'll, the, what JoJo is playing on whatever on whatever program he has on his synthesizer, <laughs> it is. I mean, it, I was picturing being one of those neighbors and hearing that and be like, uh, "Okay, yeah. I've had enough of this. Right. I'm calling the cops." Because yeah. the rest of the band is is fine, but I don't know what he is doing. But it is listening to it on headphones. It sounds like he's beating a cat or something it like was... that. <laughs> it. Uh... Yeah, this was definitely prime JoJo experimenting in the synthesizer <laughs> period. Uh, yes, because then he got he went, got back into it in the tire shoes, pretty heavy yep. duty, like right before the plug gets pulled. <laughs> um, yeah, apparently, you know, I went back and looked. And I guess it was sort of a uh, you know, it wasn't specifically this show. I guess there had been sort of ongoing complaints by the neighborhood about the you know the noise level at the ranch bowl and this summer you know the summer of 99 and so i guess maybe this was the uh it's sort of you know the straw that, that broke the camel's back and uh and so they came out and, and pulled the plug um then i went back and looked because i was wondering if like you know if some if somebody had played like the night before that maybe had kind of primed it uh and i did actually find the um you know the schedule uh, and the Melvins played <laughs> on July 12th at the Ranch Bowl. So not exactly like, you know, quiet music the night before. So that, uh, like, like, again, you, you they might have been like, you know, Doreen, I've had about enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would be, that. that's a bridge too far, I think. 
yeah, back to back nights. So, but it's I mean, this is a pretty mean four songs that 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 Panic was doing to definitely um, up to eleven on these four. Yeah, uh, and again, just sort of one of the reasons the song becomes urban legend or the show becomes urban legend because the cops stop it. And like, you know, we were talking before some really great audio with people coming out and saying, it's not the band's fault. It's not the band's fault. Stop throwing beer cans. Um, But again, we keep talking about this. One of the reasons why we love widespread panic and why so many other people do too, is what they do the next night when they go up to Kansas city and Omaha and Kansas city are, are pretty close to one another. I mean, hell they shared a basketball team at one time, but the, before the, before the Sacramento Kings went out to Sacramento, they played in Kansas city and Omaha. And, um, so they go to play city market and another, uh, an outdoor show in, in Kansas city. And it's the start of the show is basically one could argue a pick, picking up where Omaha left off and we'll segue into that right now July 14th 1999 Kansas City of Missouri the city market
July 14th, 1999 at the City Market in Kansas City, Missouri. That was the opener of the first set. Uh, a Tire Shoes jam into Wish You Were Here as the band. Um, sort of, I guess, a hat tip to the folks from the night before who got an uh, abbreviated second set uh, where Tire Shoes got cut off uh, before reaching its uh, conclusion. And... Uh, so that was, you know, that's definitely a uh, a unique w- a unique spin on a situation that you know, a band being aware, you know, sort of meta, right? Uh, it, does that qualify as meta? <laughs> sure, for for our for 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 our purposes, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, no, that was it's a nice little segment to start the show, and then um, it's a it's a you know it's a really good show the rest of the way i mean the first set almost looks like a second set you know all time low fishwater sandbox help me somebody surprise valley radio child um you posited that maybe you know those were the songs that would are going to conclude the second the second set in omaha yeah i mean it seemed it certainly would have made sense um uh, based on where they were in the set and that, and that sort of thing. I, this version of Wish You Were Here, I think, is one of... I, I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's one, one of my favorites. It's just like this electric blanket that just sort of surrounds you. It's just like this incredibly warm version of the song, and Mikey's tone is just spot on. It's just it's it's really good. And yeah, like you said, the whole show is really good. The stuff with the Dirty Dozen is pretty good with Weight of the World and Superstition and uh, no sugar tonight, uh, second set closer. So, and again, sort of drawing on a theme from, you know, we were talking about songs with more than 10 times or more than 10 shows since the last time played this show has seven of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the next night in Peoria, which we're going to talk about has six. Um, so definitely in the middle, the mid, mid, mid summer tour, sort of clearing out, clearing out some of the songs, uh, that are, from the back pages of the set list book, so to speak. Yeah, yeah for sure. So, um, all right. So they, they take a night off as they travel up to, uh, Peoria, Illinois and, uh, and they meet up with, uh, with you, right? Yes. Set, this the, was... set, set the stage at the Madison theater in Peoria, Illinois for the good people. So this was easily the hottest I've ever been at a show. Um, it was at, like ambient temperature that day was probably like 98 or 99 degrees plus humidity. So heat index was maybe like 105 to 110, give or take. I mean, it was just mid-July heat. And the Madison Theater is not a very big place. It's a nice old theater in, 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 in Peoria. But it was definitely um, one of those things that's sort of like, who booked this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially when you got inside the place and you're kind of the balcony doesn't isn't so far back from the stage, so the balcony is kind of on top of the stage. So we were up upstairs because that's where all the tapers were, and you kind of looked down. And I remember they had opened doors, like the fire escape doors, to let some air in. They had fans that were kind of blowing, trying to blow some air in. And I remember a number, two things. One is. Um, chilly water where people literally lost their minds and just started throwing water everywhere. I mean, it was, I mean, it just, it was a really cool visual from, from the upper deck to see all of that. You know, Um, they do that these days. I know they do. Yeah. But this was like, this was back before it was a thing. Sure. And maybe they'd been doing it for a long time. It was the first time I recalled. (laughs) 
I thought it was cool. Call me, call me old, not even old fashioned. But this is also the only time where I've ever seen clouds form inside of a building. And I remember were these meteorological clouds or other kinds of clouds. I mean, they were no, they were legitimate clouds. And I th- well, basically, it was so hot inside the room and so humid that when you people walked outside, they were just soaked. Mm. And so the air conditioning was cranked to, you know, probably, they probably had it on like 60 degrees in the lobby. And it just, you, I mean, you got cold and you were out there. And then in the bathrooms, there was, again, you're going to say, was it, well, you know, what is it? But it was basically like everything was slimy mm. in the bat, like the wall, the tile wall and stuff. And so, which was gross. Um, but I just remember walking out in the lobby and just seeing there were clouds in the lobby because every because all the sweat and stuff was just evaporating off of people in the, in, in this room. Um, it was it was definitely an interesting experience. And then driving home and we hit a coyote on the way home and just strange strange evening. Um, but anyway, really good show um, featuring a massive first set diner which we're going to play for you right now
Widespread Panic, July 16, 1999, the Madison Theater in Peoria, Illinois. Uh, first set, right in the middle of the first set, a very nice AFD into a massive 16-minute version of Diner. Um, really one of the better diners that I can recall hearing, and uh, especially, especially personally, but also a show of really long songs. <laughs> Diner at 16 minutes. Then the first three songs of the second set, Christmas Katie at 13 and a half, Just Kiss My Baby at 13 and a half, and the most massive better off <laughs> history. I thought I'd hear that. Yeah, clocking in at over 16 minutes. So, um, I mean, 99 is definitely, Summer was, I think, a little bit more concise in some ways. They got, Obviously, these show, this show is a little little heavier on the long songs fall was definitely where they got a little far afield in some of their in some of the shall we say exploration especially as jojo uh did some more experimentation (laughs) with the synth um but just another another good show from uh mid-july of of 99 yeah no i enjoyed this is i had not really listened to this uh show at all before you had given me this homework and um yeah i really liked that uh that second set um portion with the the better off and uh the driving driving breathing slow it was nice um but yeah i I really liked what we played and then um and then all the second set so it was good i i I was i'm down with 716.99 for sure um one of the things I love about that diner is during my, one of Mikey's solos, I always love it when you can hear the crowd during the solos or like, you know, when he's sort of peak, peak Hauser. People freaking out. Yeah. It's like in that show, you, I mean, in this version of diner, you can hear it. It's, it's really cool to hear because um, he's, he's definitely on it. It's a, it's a great version of the song. So, um, so the band then takes two days off uh, before the next show, and there was a there was a scheduled show in between these two, right? Yeah, they were supposed to go up to Float Right Amphitheater up in Somerset, Wisconsin, which is just across the Mississippi from uh, the Twin Cities. Uh, that, that got canceled. Seventeenth or the eighteenth? Seventeenth. It was supposed okay. to be on Saturday. Um, but yeah, definitely one of those call before you haul moments in the days before mass communication and social yeah. media. Um, but yeah, a rare Saturday Sunday off, but they definitely got a little rest because what they brought brought forth and and on Monday night in uh, Pontiac, Michigan, uh, is, is really something. Yeah, looking at this, uh, it looks like a really cool venue. This outdoor, um, the Phoenix Plaza in Pontiac, um, it looks really cool. So maybe they're inspired by their uh, surroundings, but. Um, yeah, again, this is something I never heard before. Uh, you suggested it, and you you picked out this um, this little nugget uh, to start the second set. And um, I always love Glory as a uh, as a scene setter, either usually first set, but I'll take it as the second set opener too. Just usually means like they're you know they're ready to get things going, and um, yeah, they just take off from there. So I don't know if you have anything else you want to add before we get to the music. No, let's play it.
July 19th, 1999 at the Phoenix Plaza in beautiful downtown Pontiac, Michigan. Uh, you heard the start of the second set with uh, Glory into Last Dance. And um, just, a, <laughs> we, you know, we don't talk, we, we earlier in the show, we talked about, you know, a massive better off. Well, you don't often hear about a massive glory, but that's what this was. I mean, they, they, uh, they really took off and explored some territory between uh, glory and last dance. Yeah. And Nick, you pointed out, um, the two times they played it sort of back to back during that tour, they played it on the 10th in Bozeman. Um, and again, another second set opener and an, another, what do you think it was a nine minute version or something like that for the one in Bozeman. So definitely stretching it out. This one in Pontiac is really interesting. Like glory to, I mean, comes to i wouldn't say it comes to a dead stop but the song sort of ends and then there's like another four or four and a half minutes of sort of really pretty tight um jam on it and then this sort of it's just he's just far enough away from the microphone where you can't really understand him but jb is doing some sort i guess it's a rap but it sounds like he's actually singing lyrics to something so if any of the listeners out there want to uh, pay close attention and see if you can decipher what it is he's saying um, and then report back, that would be great. But it's a, it's a great version of the song, and then it comes you know, right into the, uh, Monday, the, the Monday show staple of Last Dance. It's such a slick uh, transition, too. I mean, that was, uh, that was, you know, 96 era, you know, where they, I mean, because yep. uh, that was obviously, you know, the set list is planned out, but a transition like that, you know, they definitely had uh, mapped it out uh, beforehand. And um, yeah, that was really cool to hear. So yeah, the, the glory at this show, the uh, Pontiac show was eight forty-five, And then the previous time they played it in Bozeman uh, was nine fifty-seven to start the second set. And so it was a glory pigeons um, that night. So um might be interesting to see, you know, homework for the listeners is go and listen to the uh, start of the second set of 71099 and see if if the themes of the jam are the same uh, for that glory uh, as the, it was for this one that we just listened to from Pontiac, Michigan from, you know, five shows later. In, um, <clears throat> yeah, and I think the, the last dance... Um, Sort of last dance is usually a set opener or a set closer and rarely sort of falls in the middle and it's kind of an interesting spot for it um as the second song out um for this set but obviously the two the two songs go well together and you know we've we as we just were saying offline you know we've we've talked about glory but there's particular one version of glory that we talk about and it's the one from july 8th of 2001 at deer creek only because it's the it's a post drums glory. It still is the most ran. I still think it's the most random placement of a song, other than Galleon post drums and Halloween in two thousand. It's yeah. just so bizarre. Yeah, I mean, it's like I said. It really, you know, Glory is generally a you know a scene setter. If it's not the opener of the first set, it's usually first four songs or something, mm-hmm. and then or you know opener of a second set. And so, yeah, the um, the summer or the July 8th, 01 was post drums of love tractor glory swamp was just, and swamp was kind of just a random closer to not have any horns or anything. That was a, uh, yeah, that was the, that was sort of a bizarre ending to a show. 
Um, it was a good show, but yeah. And, and Gloria, I guess also had entered a state, you know, it was pretty common in the, you know, from when it debuted in 95 through, uh, really through 97. And then starting in 98, it became more rare. Uh, Mm -hmm. this summer, summer 99, they played it, um, four times. That was, that was a, a segment in the every time played where it was getting played more regularly, but generally from the start of 98 and, you know, on, it was, it was more of a, like an every 20, 30 shows type song. Um, and almost exclusively a first set opener in that, in that period. So, um, interesting that they would drop it in, in, in that late, you know, late second set <laughs> spot. Yeah. And again, and only three times in 2000, only four times in 2001. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, I don't, you don't, <laughs> For as many times as they played it in 90, 95, 96, and 97, it really sort of fell out of favor for some reason. It's a great, it's a great song. Yeah. And it's just, it's, um, yeah, that Deer Creek show in 2001, I mean, you said it was a strange show. I mean, strange evening. I mean, I, I don't think I've ever seen a storm like that. <laughs> for at least been involved in so intimately in one as they had that night. So Yeah, no, I remember. I mean, it was like the sky was like green. Uh, mm-hmm. That storm was coming in. It was pretty cool, but... Um, yeah, I think my favorite glory placement or really just string of opening songs was um twelve thirty ninety six at the Fox, which mm-hmm. is Little Kin, Traveling Light, Glory Heroes. And it's just sort of like all of the four, like, you know, all have lyrics about, you know, things happening tonight and, you know, kingdoms to come and, you know, it was sort of setting the stage for what ended up being, you know, just a massive night of music so um that was that was probably my favorite glory placement although this one was really cool too the one that we just Mm -hmm. listened to so appreciate you pointing that one out sure so yeah so this is an episode where we can say we played some good music and we spent a good five minutes talking about glory and a couple minutes talking about better off so again things that we know i never thought that we would do here on this on this show let alone spend some time in summer 99 but i think I think we're both glad that we did, and we hope the listeners enjoy what we've picked for this week as well. All right. Well, we appreciate everybody's uh, continued support. Um, Tell your friends about it if you haven't already. Bluesttape.com. Follow us on Twitter, uh, Facebook. Um, If you go to the website, bluesttape.com, you can right there under the main picture, you can subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Follow us on Twitter, Follow us on Facebook. Email us if you have any questions, ideas, thoughts. If you have any feedback on the, you know, if you go and listen to the glory from seven ten ninety nine, tell us if it's the same thing we heard tonight. Uh, and then the last thing is, if you want to help support the podcast, uh, there's just a little dollar sign, donate uh, through Stripe. It's safe, secure. One dollar, five dollars, whatever you feel, um, just to help help us keep the lights on. Nobody's. Uh, you're not putting my kid through college on this. Uh, we're just trying to help, you know, pay the bill. So anything you can do would be much appreciated. So we will um, see everybody next week. We've got um, another good episode in store. And I uh, hope everybody's having a great summer. And um, we will talk to you next week. Thanks a lot, Jeff. Mm-hmm.